Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Sans Pants Radio, Australia's most cowardly podcast network. Hey everybody and welcome to this week's episode of Why Am I Sad? I'm Joel. I'm Zoe B. I'm George. I'm Cass. And we're fine. Hello sunshine, hello blue skies, hello lovely day. You can't prove otherwise. How, how is everybody going? So good. I'm going well. Oh, we'll go. We'll go around the circle. Uh, let's see. Zoe, how are you going? I'm doing great, man. I had a really good day today, and it was all about the little things. The little things that make yeah? you happy. Ooh. I got. Ooh. I got a, a oh, yeah? big Jack. A big Jack. Big Jack. Hungry Jack's What's version a big of Jack? the Big Mac. For those who that makes sense. Like it's Burger King in like every other country. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Hungry Jack's here. That was delicious. I had a great time. Me and my brother went and got those after a week of saying, like, oh, what if we got a big jack? Like, wouldn't that be a fucking laugh? What if? What if? And then we went and did it and we were like, <laughs> oh, what whatever, <laughs> fucking hilarious. My brother's an old cockney man. I don't know if I've pointed that out. <laughs> yeah, and then I got some stickers in the mail, um, which I ordered, not just like randomly. I ordered some stickers to put on my new laptop. I'm 27 years old. Will stickers ever stop being fun? No. No. Hey, hey, um, as someone who has a dedicated sticker drawer, sorry. Oh, yeah. No, I've, I've gotten it down to one. Uh, no. <laughs> yes. Name one thing of, that, like, of a sticker that's bad. You got the peeling it off, which is great. You got it sticking it to a thing. Great. Those are the two functions of stickers. The only bad part of sticker is if the sticker is too special and nothing is worthy. Ah, have you got anything like that? Um, I think I'm getting better. Like previously, it Let was it like, go. where do I put that? It's too special. And now I'm like, oh, everywhere. <laughs> so like I just, now everything gets stickers. Yes. Cass uh, is now showing us her mobile phone cover. Oh, that's a switch case. Or a switch case, sorry. It was very brief and it was blurry. Yeah, it's it's more sticker than switch case at this <laughs> point. Yeah, you could just if it's like the it's like the Marie Kondo thing. Um, I think I've spoken about this before, but like I think a couple of years before Marie Kondo came out, I had an epiphany while I was um oh god, I had an epiphany while I was traveling. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> did you did you come back Yuck. with an accent? Uh... <laughs> you probably love that shit. That sucks. I mean. <laughs> Just because lots anyway, of people wait, do it too yeah, suck. Yeah, yeah. Oh, hang on, hang on, hang on. No, no, George, hang on. How old were you when you went traveling for this epiphany? Oh, gosh. I, oh, I think I was like 25 or 24. I think I might have been 24. I'm sorry. I'm against y'all and your distaste for epiphanies. I'm all for them. <laughs> Go traveling, have epiphanies. It's amazing and beautiful. All right? Stay in bed, never change. It's not, it's not like a George epiphany. It's, it's useful. The, uh... <laughs> it's useful? I'm sorry. I'm just being mean because it's funny. Um, <laughs> well, you know, okay. So my... <laughs> yeah, yeah. So something I've always sort of believed is I, like, I... You capitalism's a pit. You're thrown into a berth. You got to crawl out or you suffocate, right? I mean, unless you sure? fill in the pit uh-huh. with more capitalism. We, at yeah. the moment, no. It's like the thing where you like the you throw a you throw shit on a donkey and it shakes its back and stomps it down and gets out of a hole. That's revolution. Anyway, I basically, <laughs> I've always okay. like put a lot of focus. I really so- like like expressing myself through fashion and clothes, right? Yes. And for me, it's like, it's illegal not to wear clothes, so fuck it, you might as well have a good time with it, right? Yeah. And there are so many things, And but while I was traveling, I was like, 
hey, why not? Because we were finding all these really beautiful things and stuff overseas, like where you, you know, you travel and see things that are pretty and the child part of your brain that goes, this is special, goes off. Mm-hmm. And it's like, hey, if I have to use something like a, a wallet or whatever, I'm going to buy a nice one because that means every time I open my purse or whatever, I'm like, I'm happy because I see something I like. And then it was me trying to convince my friend that we needed to buy anything that made us happy. And I'm like, imagine living a life where every single thing of yours that you looked at actively made you feel happy and replacing everything. So like spending more money on a fancy mug than every time you drink a tea, you feel happy. Or like buying yeah. a fancy decoration that costs a bit of money because every time you look at it, you feel happy. And then Marie Kondo yes. came out. I'm like, it's this, we're on the same level. We've come at it from different ways, I'll admit, but our axes have met in the middle. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and we're, th- we're there. Yes. So I put stickers on everything now because then Good. it makes me happy to look at. So stickers aside, going well? I'm doing so well. I had like a, just a regular therapy scheduled in and I'm so happy. It was just a gossip set. <laughs> oh, that's nice. No, nah, nice it was lovely. Ah, oh, the sun's out. I the face masks I ordered came in. My face is too small, so I had to sew them a bit. Yeah. But that's just good. padded with stickers. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, I'm so stupid. Why didn't I do? That? No, I feel it though. I have I've I had all this extra fabric that had little cowboy cactuses on it, and all the masks that I have bought, I've now like hand stitched individual cactuses in the corner. Oh, for fashion, that is next level. That is nice embroidered face mask. That's very good. Very, very good. On on the topic of, um, uh, I guess, face mask skincare. Uh, so, Cass, me and my partner decided to have a bit of a, um, uh, a beauty day, as it spa were. Day. Or just like an us day, yes. Ooh. As, yes. as it were. Yes. And, yeah, oh. it was a spa day. So we did, like, wonderful face masks and then, like, an eye mask thing. Uh, we had like a cheese board and we watched, um, Strange Than Fiction. What a great film. Uh, and we also oh, did yes. one of your favorite things, Cass, a milky foot. Yes, 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 yes. It Fuck is it. so good. Uh, I know yes. I, think I went on record or maybe even before saying that I oppose this because it sounded gross. I take everything back. I love it. That's what, you didn't I want know. To be able you didn't, to, I didn't know. know. I didn't know. My knee-jerk reaction was gross, but I'm sad that I can yeah. only do this once every George, six it makes weeks your or whatever. Skin peel off in like yeah. chunks. So sheets. It's yeah, this yeah, yeah. though of your face. No, 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 of your feet. It's oh. as though over the course of a week, <laughs> it is slowly revealed to you that you your skin say. is a sock. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so cool. So okay. Like, yeah, it was like um, like a little plastic baggy thing you put your feet into. Walking was a challenge and a <gasps> fun one. Magic. You made little squelching sounds every time you walked. It was so good. Uh, it takes like three or four days before it starts peeling. And like a couple of days ago, I was like, oh, it's not even working. We got one of them bum ones. No, nah, it works. It's working great. It's like you can put your finger into the space, I guess, between your foot and the skin that's coming off and make a little pocket, and then you can try. Oh it's a fun gosh. game to try and just see how much you can pull off. It's great. I love it. Highly recommend. No. I will say they specifically advise you not to pull the skin off. So for anyone listening, don't do that. Yeah, don't do what I, I have clearly Let's done. It. It's yeah, so that's- good. Highly recommend doing it. Is it to get extra soft don't do feet? It. Yeah. I don't know what it's for. Yeah. No, it's to pull off the like top layers of your dermis. Is but it healthy? Why? I don't know. Does it feel good? It's- yes. Why? You know, it's soft amazing. Feet. And then your feet are so sm- soft afterwards. They're so smooth. It's like, wow, it's am I a cartoon? Feet. Have I been rendered in the third dimension? I just slide now. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, I keep falling. I don't have friction. <laughs> <laughs> it just keeps shoes just kick off whenever you just take a step. But like <laughs> But I feel like the feet are the one thing you actually want tougher, if anything. So they don't hurt so much when you're walking oh, and all that. Oh yeah. What are you doing, George, in your yeah. daily life now? What do you need that grip for? Why not be smooth? Yeah. Just really leaning into the putting the feet up thing, basically. I can't put them down now. They're too good to touch the ground. <laughs> I only walk on my hands. <laughs> or if someone carries me. <laughs> Don't know how to do it. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Uh, so how have you been going, George? Um, good. Yeah, chugging along. All right. How milky are your feet? Look, you know. Okay, 
I didn't want to go into this, but I have a personal theory that my feet are like extra soft. That's why I feel like I don't need this because they, they they hurt very easy. My feet. They get they get you know if I walk well, too we'll, much they we'll get baby feet. They get little, little baby, baby, baby feet. feet. <laughs> no, do you know what? Do you know what? I would believe that George has naturally angelic cherub feet. Yeah, no, it comes. It like, comes with that. In my brain is like okay. Yeah. No, it comes with being, being a, a a Greek boy because he's never had to carry any burdens. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> His mum's always there to be like, I carry, I carry. It's good, it's good. Yeah. <laughs> We're used to travelling on donkeys, say, donkey mums. Mum, but then I didn't want to do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My family keeps hating it because I keep making jokes about us just being goat herders mm-hmm. just for eons back. And like, cause we're all locked down together. My ears with us, and I'm just like, yes, cause we were goat herders, and all we did was yeah. fuck goats, and that's why we have webbed toes now, cause it's part hoof. <laughs> and my yaya hates it with such a passion because she was like, she came from like the the good family in her village, like she was the daughter of the priest and like very well off in regards oh. to this tiny village that she lived in. She's like, no, Zoe, we're rich, and I'm like, you're you're rich in a village. <laughs> we fucked goats. <laughs> yes, but the nicest goats. <laughs> we bought our goats. A clean goat. Yeah. <laughs> we fuck horse. <laughs> the implication being that a horse is the cleanest goat. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, for royalty. Donkey or close. Ooh. That's, that's the middle class. Mm. <laughs> uh, cherub feet aside, George. Uh, do, so, yes. Uh, how's the house hunt? It's ongoing. It is ongoing. You know? You know what? People warn you and you just don't ever think of it. People are like, man, it takes forever. And you're like, as if. And then you're like, oh, wow, it really takes forever to find a place. It takes so long. Especially when you have those lofty goals of working kitchen. Yeah, it's ambitious. And uh, and and look, and tiny balcony. <laughs> I'm, I'm scarred because like in Sydney, I had this, when I used to live there, I had this unheard of thing, which was like this shoebox place. It was very affordable, but it had this huge balcony for some reason. Like it was a studio. It was one room. So bed and everything was in that kitchen, but then it had a balcony. So in my head, I'm like, I just want that again, but maybe with a bedroom. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> privacy. Privacy yeah, is nice. nice. You just know, nice. I don't want to. I don't want to be able to scramble eggs and pinch one off at the same time. <laughs> you know. Well, look, I do, but I feel like maybe I've. There's an age you get to where <laughs> it's not acceptable. No, anymore. you want the ability to wish for it. You don't want to be like, oh, I could. <laughs> oh, I am. <laughs> Things have taken a turn. The reality is not as good yeah. as the dream. Exactly, it never is. Did I ever tell you, I knew someone who I went to their house, and this was when we all still lived at home, and they were like, they had like a staircase right next to their kitchen, and it had like a like under stair section, and at, the, at, mm-hmm. at that time it was being used as a pantry, mm-hmm. and like so, I just want to confirm that it was in the kitchen. And she's like, yeah, my mom's thinking of um, converting this to a toilet. And I'm like, uh, I think, like, and you know, you're a kid and like, you, I think we were adults by that stage, but like, you don't want to like tell someone what to do. But I was like, I think that's a very bad idea because she, do you know what people do in toilets? And I think she was like, oh, you, you wouldn't shit in it. And I'm like, see, the thing is, uh, <laughs> someone would <laughs> because of... Because of what a toilet is. <laughs> yes. If you're desperate, you can't, you can't put you can't put restrictions on toilets because people don't listen to them. As someone who has broken that rule, never just have a little <laughs> sign that says for piss only, because if that is your only option, I'm not gonna shit myself. I'm gonna ruin your bathroom. And sometimes you sit down thinking one thing's coming and then another thing exactly. comes. Exactly. It needs to be an inclusive space. Well, I hope it went well, and uh, if you can, you please keep in contact or get back in contact with them, and just just to get that kitchen pick, just for me. <laughs> it's uh, it's something. I of just want to find out if it happened. I want to. Yeah. Somehow, not reconnect. I just want to know. Like that's the that's my one. I just oh, when I get I to heaven, they're gonna yeah, be yeah, like, yeah. "What do you want to know?" And I'm gonna this be like, "Hey, thing. did I ever walk past a murderer?" And they're gonna be like, "Yeah, twelve. And I'm gonna be like, "Wow!" And I'm gonna be like, "Tell me what happened with the shitter in the kitchen." <laughs> <laughs> I want to know. Every plot point, like, give me the beats of that as a mm. tale. I want to know, like, them being like, we're going to put it in. The fights that happened. The no mm. pissing rule coming up. Guests mm. disobeying it. Blaming the people in the house who invited the guests. I want to, ah. The fight where one of them says, screw you, and just sits down. <laughs> I want to know if they have a friend that came over and took, like, a heinous dump in the kitchen toilet 
and then they just never invited them over again. That's the kind of level I want to know. Like imagine as a family having to ban a guest for shitting Mm. in a toilet. Mm. Oh, delicious. But, yeah, I love I love a polydesign kitchen. Look, if anyone listening out there, if you just want to bless me by just posting it to like my Twitter, at GoddammitZamit, just send me any picture of a heinous kitchen. I will appreciate it. I love it. I love poor design choices. It brings me joy. You know what, you know what I'll say, though? From as Okay, you know what I hate the most, though? What the, and this is actually seen some more as well. When the toilet is directly next to a lounge room grouping mm-hmm. area, mm-hmm. because then if you've got to go... And everyone's there, and you're like, can't do anything. Like, I remember one time I was like younger and I was at a mate's cousin's birthday or something, and they were all in the lounge room, everyone. And I'm like, I need to fart <laughs> so bad. <laughs> like, oh, no. really, but like the kind where I've got to go to the other side of the house and flush at the same time, and then maybe I'll get away with it, like that yeah, kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, it's, oh, I just got here. I, like, I can't leave yet. So I just sit around holding it in for like an hour and a half. Until then, leaving and getting to a car and feeling that. No, slowly. That's so risky. So risky. So risky. Very risky. At my parents' house, which I'm staying at the moment, the um, veranda where we sit and chain smoke, me and my brother, is right next to the bathroom window. And because we never finish renovating (laughs) our house, the bathroom window isn't there. Um, only half of it is. So you get privacy, but you can hear everything that's going on. And for years, like, it's just been like that. And so me and my brother will have friends over. We'll be, like, chain smoking out the back all night and drinking and shit like that. And you can hear, like, everything that's going on in the bathroom. And there's been – and everyone has copped it where you've gone, taken, like, a gnarly, loud fucking shit, and you've heard a bunch of 20-somethings be like, <laughs> It it never stops being funny funny. It's never not funny Stickers are good, farts are funny Yes Yeah Oh, that sounds great. Well, uh, I also had therapy, uh, which was very good Uh, I didn't realise just how angry and furious I was until this uh, session It was really nice uh, yeah, yeah, help me with some uh, coping mechanisms. It was like an, it was uh, something I'd never done before, which I don't know. It, it's this kind of like getting aggression out because I think I used to be a very angry man in my like early teens or late teens, sorry, early 20s. And so I've done a lot of my life is repressing anger. So I don't really get angry anymore. And it's just kind of. But like, yeah, it was nice. Like, well, what we're going to do now is I want you to draw a picture of the person you're mad at. And then just kind of like write down, you can yell, you can scream, all this kind of stuff. Write down what it is like, you know, you want to say or do. Like, do you want to punch him in the face? Do you want to strangle them, et cetera, et cetera? Do you want his wife and kids to leave him? All those kind of things that you might want to write down on a piece of paper. (laughs) And then when you've done furiously writing like a madman uh, to the point where it's like you've had to go on and like turn the page around several times (laughs) and it it like maybe looks like the notepad out of the movie Seven uh, (laughs) with just your incoherent rambling – it's like, right, it's just like, well, put that piece of paper on a pillow and punch the shit out of it. And I did. And it felt great. So that was very cathartic, which was very weird. And yeah, in doing so, uh, I've, I've been able to kind of um, make some, uh, I guess, better, well-thought-out decisions going forward in this whole kind of concept, which is really nice. Again, wish I could talk more about it, but I'm just trying to be a little bit on the uh, uh, safe side so I don't have to say anything. So, um yeah, that was fun. Punch a pillow. Yeah, I'm I'm weirdly a lot more calmer than I've been in in months. Uh, yeah, makes me feel pretty good. <laughs> like, yeah, that anger thing. That's uh, it's that's so a, good. It's, it's it's the lesser one of the ones you hear about for guys because obviously the emotion sad thing, but mm. like it's a very common thing. The I did learn it in acting thing where like anger is the one that a lot of guys have issue expressing because that's a big emotion as well. And we're all scared of looking mean and angry and stuff like that. So, because people get worried. So, there's a whole bunch of guys who have a really big issue with that part. And they can really limit your expression in other areas because you're just holding in, repressing that anger because of social convention and stuff like that. I can count on my hand like the number of times I've, I've blown up uh, in, yeah, in, in my same. sort of like adult life. Uh, I think it's like two in the last 10 years. I've been, I've been taught or like, Self-restraint, as it were, to really push everything down 
And this is like, yes, I would like to be mad. Yes, I want to scream. Yes, I would like to do certain things that I know I would later get into trouble for, but I'm not doing that because I would get into trouble for that kind of stuff. And right now I need to be the responsible one and calm everything down so that we can kind of go forward. But yes, of course, I would love to do these things. Mm. And yeah, being able to sort of express that in a kind of like a safe environment. It, it really is, Um, it would be nice if COVID wasn't happening. I mean, look, that's an mm. understatement. What a hot take. <laughs> uh, yeah, I just like, man, I want to take up boxing. It sounds like a lot of good aggression. And I feel like I'm at the peak moment in my life to do it. Oh, when mm. this is over, I'm going to start MMA training if you'd like to join in. Yeah, why not? Fucking We're doing it at my house. My mum's coming. Hell yeah. Oh. Who's teaching you? One of my one of my friends is an MMA trainer and she's just been out of work due to COVID. Oh, yeah. Well, um, and we kind of, so, so she couldn't go back to work because the gyms and stuff weren't opening. And then I just was mentioning that I wanted to get a treadmill. This is like a very roundabout story, but I was like, I'm, I'm fat. No, I need to not do that. And I'm very not motivated. Preach. Yeah. I have no issue... Like, I've said this on air before. I have no issue with my weight. I have an issue with the way people treat me because of my weight. And every now and then I get frustrated and I'm like, well, I can't change people's opinions so I can cha- I'll change the thing I can change. And I was saying, I was like, oh, I want to get a treadmill because of my Crohn's. I can't, like, go on walks and go on runs um, because I might get the runs and shit myself. Mm. So, anyway, roundabout story. I was mentioning this to her and then she was like, I- I'm a fucking trainer. I'm out of work. Do you want me just to show you? And I was like, oh. Okay. And then she mentioned it to my mum because they were hanging out one day. And then mum was like, fuck yeah. And now a couple of us are doing it at our house because we've got a big backyard. So if you want to join in, you're more than welcome to. Maybe. Maybe. I might say, bloody. I'm going to learn how to fight. Learn how to fight. Because I don't know how to throw these hands. (laughs) I'm all over the place. It's a flail. I'm I'm very (laughs) flaily. Yeah, look, I think it's like, uh, it's such a weird emotion that I have definitely repressed for the better part of my. Uh, adult life and yeah realizing i was holding that in and realizing why it was like it was definitely affecting my decision making and my mm. life for a good yeah uh month or so and anyway, i was quite surprised by just like this one simple act of how like whew, okay okay i can kind of think clear okay cool yeah now it goes the same thing like i don't i should let it out more in safe Controlled environments, obviously, but it's a aspect that, yeah. Well, it's, a, it's an it's an emotion feel. that you can utilize. I think one of the things mm. that I've learned through mind therapy is because I don't get I, when I get angry, I get crying, so which also isn't healthy. And one of the things my therapist was like, she phrased it as anger is the spicy emotion, uh-huh. and you can utilize mm-hmm. it so you can use it in ways where maybe you're not necessarily like yelling and screaming and doing all the things that feel very cathartic in the moment but she was like oh you could utilize it as motivation to do something i think it's a yeah and i think it's a good guide as well mm. like just to give you an idea of how you feel if, if you're in touch with it you can be like this does upset me mm. so you can be like i'm upset about this which if you repress too much you might not even realize maybe like Zamet did kind of <laughs> you're not even upset because you've <laughs> repressed it so much so instead <laughs> of like so not necessarily that it it's just a good guide of mm. something you should feel. So being able to comfortable with expressing it in a controlled place means that you're more comfortable with feeling it, which means you're just more aware of how you feel in general, yeah. which I think is a And if you have yeah, a way to useful. express that emotion, I think like any kind of extreme emotion, extreme like end of any emotion can always be a little bit like scary or detrimental in doing things. And if you're allowed to like open that valve and let off the steam, then you can go to the situation with a clearer head and be like, Okay, I am angry. I'm not going I don't need to express that anger anymore, but now I can articulate that I am angry and we can work through this problem. If it is a possibility in that situation. Yeah, it doesn't help if you're screaming. <laughs> as much as you yeah. fucking want to sometimes. You, you oh, have, as you- much as you do. Yeah, it was a really it was really good. Um yeah, he was talking about like the, my therapist was talking about how um basically the whole idea was to draw draw the picture of the person that you are mad at and then it's like a lot of other uh, clients, they, they burn the paper um, or they try and, like, rip it apart, strangle it, put in the bin, those kind of things. Uh, he taught, <laughs> strangle the paper? Yeah, 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 yeah. Just strangle. <laughs> I will murder you. And he was talking about uh, what one particular person he said he, um, if, if, uh, he was having uh, – he was mad at his boss, so he would just go to the bathroom and, and draw his um, face on toilet paper and then, well – Wipe. So, so it's it's a nice sort of uh, yeah. If if you're mad at someone, highly recommend getting creative with it. Draw it on a piece of paper and then just yeah, go to town, have fun. And now a quick word from our sponsors. 
Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Also, did you know we do too many shows across the Sandspans Radio Network? Take D&D is for Nerds, an actual play Dungeons & Dragons podcast that I'm mostly on. Never played D&D in your life? Don't worry, up until we started, I hadn't either. Meticulously edited by yours truly, so you don't have to hear all the faff and math that interrupts a good fantasy story. Each campaign is standalone, and while veteran listeners will pick up characters, events, and places across the seasons, new listeners can start at any adventure. Just search for D&Ds for Nerds on iTunes or Spotify, or head to our website, sanspantsradio.com. So, uh, us aside, I believe we've got a couple of emails uh, people have sent in. We certainly do. This first one's come in, and it's someone who has contacted us previously about wanting to get back together with their ex. They spoke to them. Their ex was like, no, perfectly clear about what's happening, and they encouraged that this person uh, move on. So I'll start reading. To that end, I started considering asking out a colleague, but after speaking to another colleague about it, she asked a question that's kind of given me food for thought. Do you fancy her or is she just pretty and nice? It's made me seriously look at all my past relationships and I'm starting to see that I've rarely approached them with a good mindset. I've either gone into something to help me get over something else or because I was just lonely or I saw it as a challenge. I've rarely taken their thoughts and feelings into account, and to break it down to the simplest and potentially cruelest way of putting it, it's like I treat them as NPCs in a video game, always viewing interactions through my perspective and seeing what they can do for me rather than vice versa. I think I'm writing this because I want someone to tell me to find therapy for this, because at the moment I don't think this is a valid enough reason, but if you've got any advice beyond that, I'd be really appreciative. So just off the bat, uh, yeah, that's you can go to therapy for any reason. Go to yeah. therapy. Yeah, I'm, I'm just like listening to what you just said, Cass, and uh, go to therapy. It sounds like you should <laughs> yeah. go to therapy. Uh, Guys, I'm yeah. not sure if you've considered, but maybe they should mm. go to yeah. therapy. Okay. You reckon therapy? Yeah, I reckon one? therapy. Okay. I reckon therapy. Yeah. George? I mean, you know, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> Put on a jumper. <laughs> Put on a jumper. Have you yeah. checked your sheets? No, no. It's, yeah. uh, I think it's weird to be like, should I? Like, if you think about going, just go. Yeah, I think if you need permission from someone, like, here you go. Yeah, you have it. You've got (laughs) it. They give you permission. (laughs) The internet internet idiots that you listen to are saying, yeah, go to therapy. Like, it's good, man. There's um, also, you can go to therapy for anything and anything, and literally, like, there's not... There's not a worst case scenario that if you you go to a therapist with something that you're concerned about, they will either help you so that you no longer have this problem, or they'll say... uh, Oh no, you're right. Yeah, like you're fine. Like there's not yeah. there's not a there's not a bad side to doing it at all. Mm, yeah, that's like a professional opinion. You're fine. Yeah, well, it, like if you if you find that there's something that is really concerning you that is making like stopping you from going to therapy, bring that up as soon as you get there. Mm. Like they want to help you, so like that can be a good icebreaker if you're like, hey, uh, this aspect of therapy makes me really uncomfortable. They can just be like, okay, well, we won't do that. Or hey. Let's look into that. Like, just, yeah, this is, any reason is a valid reason to go to therapy. And it, and it does sound like 
this is uh, you've had some bit of introspection there, which is great. Looking at like sort of past relationships, it's always it's always nice to kind of that work out to be like, oh, what what is the common denominator here for all my past relationships or all my failed relationships? And you're like, oh, it's me, me. I'm the common factor. Mm. Okay. <laughs> Uh, it's always nice, real, you know, realizing that, and you've got some nice introspection there, and that's fantastic. It's a good start, and yeah, I, th- I think you're sort of on the money there. If you're like, wait a second, do I like this person, or are they just sort of pretty and there? So that that's always something to think about. Because I know, mean, it's to like, be fair, pretty and nice. You... Oh, that's right, sorry, pretty and nice, pretty good. And there, you affect her. And there, and there. <laughs> so yeah, it's it's always uh, uh yeah. So, you know, when you want to, like, you know, how did you guys meet? And you're like, well, she was there and pretty and nice. <laughs> you almost want a Marie Kondo moment with your partner. Like, you want you want to be like, oh, yes. my God, they spark joy. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, you want to be like, I, I am a lot more happier and a better person. Or they make, they make me happy. I make them happy. Mm. We have all these kind of things. And, like, not being with them uh, does the opposite of sparking joy. Uh, so yeah, you, you'd really do want want that. That doesn't exist, guys. Come on, let's be realistic. You're right, George. We're all gonna oh. die alone. Oh. Yeah, come on. Yeah, Zamet, Unfortunately, fiance gone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. that's how I feel. Okay. No, I think Zamet's right. Like, I think obviously George and I and Cass to an extent have been single for a very, very long time. And definitely George and I are pessimistic to the dating scene. <laughs> oh, no, pessimistic. Just, yeah. you just More you just, realistic. It's just, you just want to have a nice time. And that's how, how cool that someone else does too. That rules. Yeah. yeah. And if it sucks, you can go at any you given can. time. If something starts oh, sucking, yes. leave. And it's so please. easy. You can just, it's not easy. But like, little, conceptually. A bit of a finger gun and get out. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. No, no, Cass, I agree. No, no, it, it, it is easy. And this is this is the this is uh, the biggest, I guess, uh, uh, problem of a lot of people. And I I suffered from it. You know, I it was thinking that it was hard, but it wasn't. It was very easy to just be like, we need to talk, and then you have the talk, and then you're like, yeah, this ain't working. Bye. <laughs> Just like Something and literally yeah. change. Literally anything as well. Like if if you're like, oh, like they're 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 doing this thing and it makes me feel bad, you can just be like, Oh, hey, um, can we talk about this thing? Yeah. And just be like, hey, it feels bad when this happens, or like, hey, when you do this, I don't know what that means. Can you just tell me? Yeah. Communication. And then they can tell oh, you, so and then good. you know what's happening. And like yes. if that conversation ends up with them being like, Oh yeah, I guess like here is a reason and it's a it's a very bad one, you can be like, Okay. Bye. <laughs> oh, what? You're gonna be sad when you break up in the future. The future is now, baby. If you if you make you sad in the present, then you get to be happy in the future. You know, yeah. it's literally fa- so. Okay, so you've got like a year of your life, and you're like, oh, this person sort of makes me sad. Like maybe I don't want to be with them, but breaking up will make me sad. Oh, so you're gonna be like mediocre for like six months until you like hit a breaking point, and then you get sad. Yeah. No, you could be. You could just do the sad thing now. Get skip all exactly. the shit bit where you're like, oh, it mm. sucks, but I don't want to do anything, and then you're happy forever yeah. after. And you know, like, <laughs> you know, swings and roundabouts. Three but, like, four months. Speed it up. <laughs> yeah, well, as someone who has went through um, a, like a majority of their adult life as a hot five out of ten in most things, you know, and I, I'm thinking, I mean, like that's just how I'm built. That's just me. I'm, I'm never really going to get above a, a, a six. But then the best thing is, I'm never going to get you know below a four. But no, that was just a lie I was telling myself. There are ten out of ten moments. There are ten out of ten times you can be happy. I don't know how we got there, but pro break up with whoever is making you unhappy. That's oh what my we god. Are. Yeah, do you know what? Do you know what? This is the thing though. Zoe's like, yeah, me and George are pessimistic. Zaman and I are like, break up, leave them. We are the positive yes. and pe- yes. like optimistic ones. There is power in tra- you. Have You're right. Me and George are too short to like, do anything you don't want to do. Yeah. And it's long enough that you can do anything you want to do. Yes. It rules. Yes. It's the best shit. Okay, next question. Okay. You got really, really excited about that. Yeah, you can you don't have to do shit. If something sucks, you can bail with your words. Mm. It's literally free yeah. to dump someone. Okay. Oh, it's so easy. And oh, you just do it. You just can do it. So yeah, uh, go to therapy. Uh and go to therapy. yeah, great. 
great piece of introspection you got there, and I think it's great that you are analysing your own life and in terms of your relation to other people because maybe that is kind of true. Maybe you are just kind of looking at it from your own perspective, which is completely fine to do. I know I probably still do that to this day. You know, yeah. that, that's the kind of thing. It's where, where empathy gets developed, and that's great. Mm-hmm. You've got a great starting point. Get the therapy. Help out with that empathy. Next question. Hi, all. I was wondering if anyone had any advice for me. I'm 21 and for the past 21 male and over the last few years, I've kind of realized I'm a bit of a piece of shit. Just men, baby. (laughs) (laughs) No, you're not, bro. No, you're not. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. hashtag not all men. Nah, we're crap. Yeah, Yeah. Uh, keep going. I've had various relationships with girls and they all start out great, but eventually I get bored and end up breaking up with them. I feel awful every time because at the start, I genuinely have feelings for them, but they slowly wane until it looks like I've been lying to them the whole time. I'm ashamed to say it, but in two of these relationships, I ended up cheating. Both times it was only a kiss and I broke it off immediately after, but I know it's still not okay and it's made me start to think there's something wrong with me. Worst part is, who, I don't even who feel Who are you, bad. me? All right. <laughs> Worst part is, I don't even feel bad. Like, I know I should, and I feel guilty for not feeling guilty, but not, not for the actual act itself. I regret cheating uh-huh. from a moral standpoint, but deep down, uh-huh. I don't feel bad about it. There have been numerous times where I could have cheated and I didn't, and instead of uh-huh. feeling good about doing the right thing, I feel regret for having missed out on the chance to be with someone else. Uh-huh. It's like either yeah. I do uh-huh. the right thing and feel miserable yeah. for missing out on what I actually want, or I do the wrong thing and feel miserable for giving in to temptations. Either way, I feel terrible, but at least with the latter, I get some joy doing the immoral act. I know the obvious answer is to just stay out of a relationship, but I see my friends and colleagues falling in love with people and I'm so jealous. I want that. I want to be head over heels for someone and only want them. I know my friends' relationships will most likely end in heartbreak, but honestly, I'd quite like to have my heart broken if it means I still feel something in the first place, as cheesy as that sounds. I don't plan on getting into a relationship anytime soon, but I'm starting to worry this is just who I am. Was wondering if you guys had any advice regardless. Uh, Polly. uh, Polly. You're Polly. You're Polly, dude. You're Polly. (laughs) No, you're not. Well, maybe. But uh, no, this this sounds like, again, me in my early 20s. Yeah, no, you're fine, dude. Chill. Uh, first off, you're 21. You're a baby. It's fine. Right. Um, but no, as someone who's probably a bit, yeah, like it sounds like, look, I've been in that position, <laughs> like how you, as you were <laughs> describing. Um, so like, yeah, dude, I'm there. Yes, you might feel like a piece of shit, but like you're just young. You don't know. And yes, your your friends and colleagues. How many of them are falling in love and getting married at 21? <laughs> but that's yeah, like look, don't do what I did. Uh, um, <laughs> so. <laughs> I think where you are right now is, is I think you might be in love with the idea of falling in love or you are in love with the idea of a person or a, a partner, like the concept of a partner or a relationship. I'm not saying that's a bad thing. Um, I think that's where maybe a lot of us started or a lot of us, well, you know, what we're doing or maybe even what we're going through now is just like, I'm not really in love with this person. I'm in love with the idea of of this person or I'm in love with the idea of being in love. I, I've been through that. I know friends who have been through that. I think, I, I don't know if I can speak to all, all you guys here, but I, I probably can in that regards of like, when you really look back at a relationship, we're like, wait, did I care about this person? Or did I just simply like the idea of them? And again, you're 21. So just chill for a bit. Get into a relationship if you want. Don't if you don't want to. Maybe you just need those experiences. Uh, But yeah, you're you're 21, man. Just chill. (laughs) Like, I don't think what you're doing is necessarily a bad thing. Um, you again, that introspection is great. Having this idea of being like, who am I and what am I doing? Ah, I'm a piece of shit, but I don't really feel like I'm a piece of shit. And that's making me feel like a piece of shit. So I, I, I it's great that you're doing that. But at the same time, I, I think you're fine. But don't you think that their action, because their actions are affecting other people. So yeah. there, yes. there needs to be some accountability and there needs to be some sort of like you, there's a realization that what they're doing isn't good, so I yes. think encouraging that behavior to an extent also isn't good. I think if they're with people where they have stated yeah. that they were in a monogamous relationship or like established that they're in a monogamous relationship, and then they're going out and cheating, fucking finger yeah. quotes with a kiss or whatever, like I think that's also an that is an issue. 
that if you yeah. if you feel within yourself that you can't be monogamous, maybe you're a, a consensually non-monogamous person. So polyamorous. Uh, well, the only thing there is I feel like maybe he's doing that for the sake of it not being acceptable. That's what it sounds like he's saying. He gets mm. the thrill of its the fact that it's wrong. Well, I, well maybe what, like yeah. if that's if said. that's what you want, then go to therapy, man, because that's a fucking issue. But if you're like, I like the start of yeah. the relationship, I like the chase, I like that first couple of weeks where it's all new and interesting, then why not instead instead of being like establishing a monogamous committed relationship, be like, okay, we are casual, we are open, so you can still go and have those experiences at the start of the relationship that you find really exciting and fun and then other people aren't getting hurt by your actions? Mm. Potentially, yeah. I mean, that, that's, that's in an ideal world. Yes. We all need to like <laughs> sort of like learn and figure out what we want and what we don't want and all that, but we should really try not to be hurting other people. And I think like when, when I first read this, if you're getting to a stage where you, you your relationship starts and it's great and like, of course, yeah, when you first get into a relationship it's because you really like each other and then if it starts not being great, don't feel, don't feel bad about – because you, you're obviously – not lying to them the whole time. Mm. People change. You can change your mind at any time. It happens all the time with anything. Don't feel bad that your feelings have changed because mm. you can't help your feelings. What you can help is doing something about it. So if you are realizing that like, oh, no, I don't feel this anymore. I don't want this. I'm now thinking of other people and you are in a relationship that you have agreed is monogamous, then just leave them before you cheat on them. Because if that is... Because that that will hurt someone else. Yeah, and you're saying that you don't feel bad about the actions, but assuming your partners would. So, like Cass was saying, either like break it off beforehand before you go and do something hurtful to someone else. Yes, in an ideal world, I agree with 100% everything you're saying. I do. In an ideal world, break up with whoever is you are with before you make out or do anything else like that. But hopefully. Once you've decided that, hey, I'm not really enjoying the time over here in, in a relationship over there, uh, and now I'm 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 going elsewhere. Uh, I hope that there is not a huge crossover, as it were. Yeah, because that yeah, that crossover part months. can. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> huh. All right. But yeah, I think that is where uh, I think maybe we're all in a bit of dis- not disagreement, but a little bit of like, hmm, um, am I arguing for being a piece of shit? Maybe, but I'm 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 more arguing. If you are making out with some uh, other person that you have, you know, isn't your partner, I would say, hey, look, twenty four hours is I think that that window to break up. Anything over twenty four hours, you're now into the real big piece of shit territory. But hey, or I I would just not make out with someone else if you're in a relationship that has been. I mean, in an ideal world, Zamet fucking finger quotes. World, yes. I'm saying that you are in you're in control of your actions and don't. Yes, because yeah. I think Zamet yeah. and I come yes. come come from it from two very different perspectives. Because I have been cheated on and it sucks, and I wouldn't wish that on anyone. It is probably like the worst be- breach of trust that I have ever mm. felt and took months possibly years to really come to terms with that and i'm saying that if you in the other position are in control of your actions yes. don't, don't it's it's and it's it's yes. that simple in in my mind once again in my mind yes. it's that simple it is that simple but i'm i'm coming from a person that has made out with someone that isn't their partner oh we can tell <laughs> <laughs> no one is con- no one is shocked well by that, that. <laughs> <laughs> is not shocking info. So, and then I understand that it was hurting the other, you know, and and so it was just basically like, well, obviously I need to call it off. Was really the, 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 that's the, the, what, the, I mean, obvious, not that yeah. I, I probably can, you can probably tell that I'm <laughs> kind of sharing your boat, Zamet, but uh, yeah, but like really? again, it, it wasn't, and like it, it wasn't because I'm like, oh, I'm breaking up with this other person just because I was cheating on her yeah. or oh, it was a kiss. It was only a kiss. How did it end up like this? I don't, I don't know. Um, <laughs> Jealousy. But it, it was just more, there was other things wrong with the relationship. There, there were other things going on in the relationship. It wasn't, you know, that one act that caused the whole thing to fall down. No, I don't think, I. if you if you are committed to someone, like if you are a monogamous person, you are committed to someone, hmm. You, I feel like you would know those issues before before you wanted to kiss someone else. And 
Like, well, and, not okay, really. Well, How many times do you lie to yourself? Yeah, but how you many can times still, do you lie to yourself you in a relationship? Really yourself, huh? You are still able to uh, not kiss someone and realize. Yeah. yeah, and you've you've kind of made this agreement with a person to not kiss other people. Like that's monogamy in a nutshell. Is I'm not going to have sexy fun times with other people except you because you're the person that I have chosen to share this with. I think there's there's kind of like an established agreement that. In any other situation, you know, you're not going, regardless, like, if this is one moment and the moment is perfect and everything is right, I still think you are in control of your actions and you cannot do it. Yeah. And, look, for the person who's written this email, they've said that they, you know, any time they didn't cheat but they wanted to, they felt bad because they missed out. You can, why can't you see that person in a week or, like, yeah. a day later after you have dumped them? Are you looking for that you wanted to kiss them or is it that you wanted something else? Because if you wanted that person and they're they're like, let's have a smooch and you're mm. like, I'm in a relationship, <laughs> give me 12 hours, we can come back to this. Mm. What kind of a psychopath? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, hold up. Actually, I'm going to break up with my girlfriend. I'll be right back. I'll be right back. Give me. I'm just going to shoot off this quick text. Just stay there. Stay right there. Okay. Just, <laughs> just hold on. Hold on. Okay. I'm just calling yeah, you now. Yeah, All right. Yeah, wait, wait, wait. Voice message. Does this count if I break up with her in voice message? Can we do it then? Uh, what are the rules? I don't know. <laughs> okay. I just got to say one thing. This is this is going to sound very horrible. I'm just right. going to. I'm just going to chuck it out there. Let's just go. For, just for the very. We're competing, George. Right. People that this exists for, but just because I've seen it with my own eyes, I'm not a case of it. But I know people who are. I know multiple people where one of the people have cheated, um, and then they've gone on to have a relationship. They were young, they cheated, and then their life circumstances changed from there. And now they they never told them, and now they're married and they've got like a long life together with that as part of what they did at that phase of their life. Wait, who? Hang on, how so? Like the person they cheated with, they're now with them. No, no, no. They, they've stayed in the relationship they're with. They cheated on someone and then they just stayed with the person. They didn't tell, didn't tell them. them and they didn't tell them. And that I yeah, think is unfair. I think that's un- extremely unfair because it takes away that other person's right to make a decision. Well, but then again, I, I know I know people that have, it was like a, a, a couple, um, they both cheated. Then you're <laughs> even. Like one of like, but in, the, in their first year of marriage or whatever it was, or their first year of like, you know, relationship, but they didn't tell each other. And then they, they you know lived together had happily had kids etc and then then it, they found out you know like 20 30 years down the line that yeah they both <laughs> did this thing very early on but see you know that many times so, I, I don't know i i'm of, i'm of the opinion where i i get it like but at the same time you're 21 and yeah i i i understand that look being cheated on or and it is a terrible thing you you do feel that sense of betrayal and, and and I get that, and it sucks, and and that's why it's kind of like if you're doing these things, if you are a serial cheater, it's just kind of like it's it's not to me, it's not like a black and white. Don't do it. It's a kind of like okay, clearly this person is is not in a relationship that they should be in, so they need to get out of the relationship they are in. And the longer that they are stringing someone else along, that is the that is the issue that I would have. If I found out that my partner has been cheating on me for two years, I am a lot more furious than if it was yesterday. No, I don't think that's I don't think that's true. Like I just from my really? experience, I don't agree with that statement. I think like my partner that cheated on me only cheated on me a week before we broke up, and it still yeah. sucked. Like I, I, it would suck. A week in, it would suck two years in. Like, I think it's still a really brutal thing to do to someone. And if you cannot do it, why not not do it? Also, if, if to, the, to the person who wrote this email, if you are finding yourself unable to break free of a pattern that you yourself aren't happy with, may I suggest therapy? <laughs> oh! Just talk it out. Like, again, it's not – you can go to therapy for any reason. You can talk it out with them and you might, you know, come out with, the you know, the same thing that Zama said. Like, oh, you actually – the the thing you like about relationships isn't the person, mm. so we'll work yeah. on and that. And it sounds you know? like it's not. It, mm. it it sounds like you like the start. It sounds like you like those little honeymoon periods. It sounds like you you like the chase, the the, the something new, the exhilaration kind of stuff. It's, it's, it just sounds like what you're after at the moment. He's and young, again, dumb, and full of cum. You know. Mm. Yeah. Look, the most important thing right now is that you don't hurt anyone else 
by your actions and just kind of accept the fact that, yeah, maybe I'm a bit of a piece of shit right now, but like you, you, you probably and hopefully won't keep being a yeah. piece of shit uh, as you get older. And mm. as your feelings develop and as your emotions develop and your relationships develop. Um, but no, I, I, I think it's great that you're having, the, again, great, you're having introspection. Mm. But yeah. That is really good. Therapy is a good answer. But also at the same time, like, I would say chill for a little bit. Like, you are, yeah. you are still Just quite Just don't young. be mean to anyone. Like, <laughs> yeah. Don't be a jerk to other people yeah. is a mm. good barometer. Behind their backs, do whatever. But, you know, to their face, <laughs> just be nice. George! Yeah, 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 Oh, fuck George. Beat yourself up in, in behind closed He's doors. He's 21. Put that <laughs> so to yeah, look, like, that's Yeah, like, you're 21. Zamet is right. Like, you, you do have that age situation. Mm. You've got age on your side. Like, that, this is the time to be a dumbass. And, like, I'm coming at it from a very different perspective of someone in their late 20s who's like, don't hurt anyone. But at 21, you are going to make mistakes. Yeah. And... It is good to remind yourself that hurt doesn't come from evil people being evil. It comes from people being selfish and not taking people's feelings into regard. So you're not necessarily going out purposely trying to hurt someone. And that, in turn, doesn't make you a bad person. You just have, need to have a little bit of introspection and be like, my actions. Like, do, does, is this the kind of person I want to be forever? But for now, just keep rocking. And on that note, I've been Joel. I've been Zoe B. I've been George. I've been Cass. And we're still fine. Yay. Thanks for listening. If you want to get in touch with us for some very unprofessional advice that goes beyond just go to therapy, feel free to email us on happylittlepod at gmail.com and make sure you put summer in the email okay to air if you're happy to have us discuss it on the show. Hope you have a great day. You're not alone. We love you. 